and welcome to episode 23 of the Hughes Musings podcast. My name is John. And I'm Carol. And we are the Hugheses and this is Hughes Musings. Woo! How are you, Carol? Well, just now I'm all right. Right. But it has been, it has been a tough week for me, hasn't yeah. it? Mm. Yeah. How are you? Same. Same, like I'm feeling good now, but there's been like lots of ups and downs, lots of lethargy just because we've been in so much. And yeah, it's, it's, I'm starting to feel the strain of isolation, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But doing good today. So, what have you been up to this week? Well, this week, shall we say, I've been a little hormonal. (laughs) Yeah. So, we have spent a lot of time like, ourselves you yeah. know like we, obviously we see each other every day because we live together in social isolation <laughs> but we have been enjoying some time alone i've not really been too creative this week not really done too much no i'm a crafting L- likewise yeah um and it was easter as well so ate a lot of chocolate sure mm-hmm. <laughs> and now i'm feeling all sluggish and what because i've eaten so much this week yeah so hopefully next week i'll kind of manage to have a bit more self-control and I think that really does affect my mood. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, been a bit of a strange week for us, That's hasn't it? Week. Yeah, I, you know, haven't been as productive with playing music. Um, I've done bits. I was going to have Easter off anyway, but it's taken me a bit of time to get back into it. I've posted a couple of videos, not yeah. really had many views, and I'm like, meh, maybe I'll just stop now. You know, no, so... don't stop. Everyone, go watch John's videos. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not doing it just for views, but like, it's a lot of effort to post those videos out like each day. Yeah. Especially now that it's not quick, easy, just play guitar and sing to no, a you've camera. You've left all the hard ones. It, it, like a lot of them, yeah, are, like arrangement type ones. So it's taken a bit of work, and I'm like, well, do you know what? If people have kind of run out of volition to listen to it. That's fine by me, you Maybe know? every day is too much. Maybe Yeah, it exactly, be, like... like every few days, yeah. and I won't put any pressure on myself. I'm, I've still got a few requests that I need to get around to, so I'll get those done, but I'm sort of not putting the pressure on myself to get those yeah. done. Every, every day, day is, is quite hard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, when it was just three weeks, yeah, it was like, yeah, I can, I can do that for three weeks, but now it's another three weeks. It's at least another three weeks. At least. Just so yeah. if I'm posting songs... Every day for the, for another three weeks. That's six weeks of songs every single day. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <You're> not. <laughs> but while you have been doing that, you made a very silly mistake, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Carol. Yes. Thanks. 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 Well, th- see, before anyone gets on me, John told me to remind him <laughs> because it's so funny we had to share it. So don't get all like, oh yeah, you're reminding me. <laughs> Didn't so... tell us I told for once. <laughs> so. Um, Carol was in the kitchen, I was in the studio recording, and you must have just heard me burst out laughing at myself. Yeah. Um, and you came through, you're like, what are you laughing at? And, uh, so I had recorded, like, the, the, the main guitar part for a song, I was doing the secondary guitar part, and did an entire take, played it perfectly, was really, really happy with it. When I played it back, nothing was there. <laughs> Spent a couple of minutes being really confused at myself. Looked down, hadn't plugged the guitar back in. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> 
Yeah, so so John had a bit of a moment, yeah. So I, I did an entire take of a song without my guitar plugged. So it's not going to record everything because it's not plugged in. <laughs> Whoops. So see the songs that you record? Yeah. How many guitar tracks goes into it? Depends. Okay, so the one you just posted, which is... The Luz Capaldi today. Yeah, uh, That has three separate guitar tracks on it. Okay, and how many vocal parts does it have? That has five. Five. So you've went through that song at least eight times. Yeah, that's not. That's not um, including like mistakes and yeah, of course, having to re-record. Yeah. So a perfect or... run, eight times in a row would get at least, that. Uh, yeah, at least. Yeah. So just think how many times I've heard that song today. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean it. It can't be fun for somebody having to listen to somebody multi-track. Some of the tracks are nice. Like when you sing like in your voice, but it was quite high today, wasn't it? So some of them were a bit hard to listen to. Yeah, like the the top one, and yeah. then yeah, even the main vocal line has that really high yeah. mid late bit. Yeah, yeah. Also, it gives me just so popular. Unprofessional. Let me just put my phone on silent. So <laughs> the message I've got today. Somebody forgot to put their phone on silent. Whereas John lives with his phone on silent. This is separate completely interrupting this myself. Is, this is a thing that we're so, going to talk about now, yeah. yeah? Like, do you have your phone always on silent or always on loud? That's a debate, I feel. I feel, I feel like people, normal people, have a mixture of the two, maybe. No. I, I absolutely hate my phone making noise. Yeah? You're a silent... Hate it. Like, if it's on vibrate, I feel it always. No, you don't. You always miss a call from me. I, I do not. You just ignore calls from me. <laughs> If if I'm not in the room, I won't see the call. But generally, my phone's like in my pocket or right in front of me. Yeah, I'm not that bad. So I used to always have my phone on silent because of like school or college or whatever. Like my yeah. phone was always on silent because if I put it on loud when I went home, I'd probably forget to put it on silent, and then I would go into school and get in trouble. Sure, you know. But then I got a job as a carer in the community. Yeah, and you had to have your phone on loud and with you at all times. Of course, yeah. In case it's an emergency call, yeah. Yeah. So I've just got into the habit of always having it on loud sure um anyway but yeah like <laughs> so yeah let us know are you always silent always loud <laughs> yeah i i hate my phone making loads of noise it really it really irritates me i really feel like okay when we're not social distancing sitting in our own homes all the time but when you're out and stuff and your phone's like blaring it oh it just does my head in yeah uh, i feel like i'm intruding on everybody else's life you know <laughs> so I yeah yeah, like, I actually get upset if my phone's not on silent for any reason. You know, if I click the button back... I'm going to go around and always... Just constantly do it when I'm not looking. <laughs> Brilliant. Cheers, Carol. Maybe when we're out of socialisation, but... Yeah, yeah, maybe not now. Not now. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to see, like, John puts a lot of effort into those songs that are... Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I, I don't want to make a big deal out of it or anything, and I'm not saying, oh, you have to listen because I try really hard. No, but, no. But yeah, like, I, I mean, I didn't realize like it was that many tracks, like, eight tracks. That's what. Not, not everyone's like that. I mean, that was quite a big one. Like I said, yeah. like three guitar tracks I don't normally put on. No. It's just it needed some levels. Um, yeah, because you were otherwise quite, it doesn't quite work. You were quite apprehensive about doing that song because you're like it feels hollow. Like yeah, it feels empty. Exactly, needs, exactly. Yeah. I was originally going to try and do that just in front of the phone. Yeah. Um, as I was doing the early ones, like I did debate whether I was going to be able to do it that way, 
But yeah, it did feel a bit empty. Yeah. Because everybody's so used to the just that two note little da 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 intro. Yeah. Um. So it needed it needed some layers there. Um. So I had to sort of just layer up the guitar parts. So well, yeah, it's got it a was bit lovely. Of to it. And my favorite one that you done was Georgina's one with all those photos. Oh, with the wedding video. Oh cried and then I laughed at your face because you put that funny picture right in the middle it, it needed a break didn't it yeah. it needed something just to make it not so utterly emotional it just needed something yeah silly. and I got like flashbacks of being at the wedding and I remember it was like near the start of you playing and you were like just throwing out some nice songs and then you played that this is me and yeah. I don't think you're expecting such a strong reaction. No, absolutely not. I get emotional just thinking about it. But that song, I can. That song always makes me cry. See if it comes mm-hmm. on the radio or in because it is like a proper like this is me like yeah. it's a powerful song. Mm. And then oh, the two of them just hugging and crying on the dance floor. Then everyone was crying, and then you were crying. You know, brought back those emotions. Oh, you mean when I played the um, Celine Dion song? No, when you played this is me. Really? Yeah. Everyone was crying for that one. And then after it, you were like, wow, you can't react like that to songs this early on. Because <laughs> you weren't expecting her to. No, you? no. Uh, like, the only time that I remember, like, people crying was when I played, obviously, the song for uh, Georgina and her mum. Yeah. Yeah, everyone um, was crying then again. But that one then... kind of came out of the blue because Georgina's reaction was so strong. Because obviously that song meant a lot or does mean oh, a lot oh I totally got it wrong in the video then I made her cry three times was it <laughs> I got to think about making people cry on their wedding right it's a, it's a very highly emotional day yeah I know and the songs that people picked obviously mean something to them so whenever they yeah. hear it and then your beautiful voice singing sure, them sure sure but yeah I made Alan cry on his wedding as well you did I was well proud of that you made me cry <laughs> on my wedding day as well yeah you made me cry too when you left me to dance alone yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're so you're so horrible yeah I didn't leave you to dance I literally said do you want me to come off and you were like no carry on I was trying to be like the cool wife I think that's like hour one I'm like no come and stand next to me (laughs) no "No, babe do what you want (laughs) everybody was telling you how amazing you are oh my god Carol you look so beautiful and you were like you'd stay there you're so great (laughs) don't be like oh I was sat on my own not knowing what to do with myself you were crying and drinking wine yeah you were working the room and having the best time having everybody tell you how beautiful you are it wasn't exactly a difficult day for you babe Anyway, uh, nobody told me how pretty I was. I had to sing to get attention. No, everyone told you how very handsome you were in a kilt. Oh, I love kilts. Yeah. Um, one of our friends was listening back um, about the, to the wedding episode, and he was like, "I didn't realise you love kilts so much." And I was like, "Mate, I, I just wish we could like wear them every day." And he was like, "Maybe we should just start doing that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will then. Yeah, let's just wear them every day. Be them people. Yeah, you do love a kilt, and you look good in a kilt. Thanks very much. I think if you're a if you're a bigger guy, a kilt, I don't know, it just flatters a, yeah. a bigger man. You know, like skinny people in kilts look weird. No, they don't. I think some skinny people look alright in a kilt. Nope. No. Nope? Okay. <laughs> no, you are incorrect. I think all men look good in kilts. I just love a kilt. I think particularly big men look good in kilts. <laughs> you look the best, though. Thank you very much. I think so too. <laughs> I'm sure you look great in a kilt. <laughs> you trying to say I'm a bigger lady? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got some manly features. 
<laughs> uh, it's because you're so butch. <laughs> it's the it's the beard that sets it off. Hey! <laughs> You said you couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering how far I could go before I get shouted up. Um, so, should we move on to some segments? Cause... Well, no, because there was one more thing I wanted to talk about during my week. Right. I done, I done did my nails. You done did your nails? I did. You did You did a, a Frenchie? French, a French manicure. Yeah. Um, which is actually really difficult to do on your left hand. Like, to do on your right hand, sorry. I always, I always wonder about that because I'm very omnidextrous. Yeah. Um, so when I shave, <laughs> I find it really difficult to get symmetry yeah. in my shave because my right hand, I'm like, do, 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 this is amazing. And then if you cross over with your right hand to the left hand side, you don't get the symmetry. Yeah. So you have to try and get the same angles with your left hand, Ooh. which is really difficult because a lot of people do say to me, it's like, how do you get your beard looking like that? Like and I'm like it's mistake. just years of practice though. Like I wish it was a mistake. I wish I could just accidentally make that happen. But I've had to learn to be able to get exactly the same angles with my left hand as I do with my right hand. Yeah. But I'm very omnidextrous, so I find that really difficult. So when you're doing your nails, like to get the symmetry, obviously you've got a lot more control one way. But you're a bit more ambidextrous than I am. I think I'm more ambidextrous with <clears throat> like uh, gross motor skills. Yeah, like kicking a ball or hitting a go- like playing crazy golf or things pull, like that. Pull cues, pull cues, but like writing. Yeah, which is quite similar to painting. I get and you. not like the fine, like fine, fine dexterous, yeah, yeah. My, my So I mean, they're not bad if I wave them from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely need some practice. So I put a wee bit of glitter over the top. So and then... good enough for two meters, yeah. Yeah. Good enough for two meters. Great for two meters. Excellent. Um. So I got a new gel top coat. And right. It feels it feels better. Feels a better quality. So did you use that gel heat machine thing yes. that you've got to do them? So that also makes it harder because that will never dry until it's put under the lamp. I get you. Where you see normal nail polish. You'll put it on and it'll kind of start to dry. I get you, so you can paint over the top. So if you're doing a not if just you're doing two layers, that, but where, yeah. wherever you put it, it'll stay. I get you because it's not runny. Sure, it's already starting to dry as soon as it comes out the bottle. Yeah, whereas gel will stay runny, so it moves. So right. if you were to do your hand like your thumb sideways. Yeah. So it starts to go all down the way. I get you. So it starts to drip off the thumb. Yeah. So you've got to be like quick but you can't be quick when you're doing like that motion oh yeah like i'm actually trying like holding my hands flat and then trying to level out my thumb so it's not sideways and that's you can't do it yeah like a little challenge for any of you muses out there <laughs> send send us a video because i'll absolutely fucking buzz off it like of you, you trying to level out your thumbs like while you've got your hand flat yeah because, like, your thumb just wants to be sideways. Yeah. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah, so we'll see how long this gel coat lasts. Hopefully it'll last a while, because, I mean, you're not going out and doing lots of crazy stuff, so... No, and I always wear my marigolds when I'm doing the dishes. Yeah, yeah. And I don't take baths, so... And it's not like we're going bowling or anything. Bowling destroys your nails. Every single time you go, you're like, broken nail, I want my pain. This Nicola is really and I annoying. went... Really recently, yeah. like just before the lockdown, mm. and um, both of us were like, "Ouch, our thumbs." <laughs> Why? 
Why are your thumbs? You know, you shouldn't bowl with your thumb. That's the one that goes first, doesn't it? Like that. What? Yeah, but I don't know. Just the way it comes out, it just catches it every time. You're bowling weird, then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We've got lots to cover this week. Yes. Jam-packed, rammed full this week is. Just like us, with all the reading. With all <laughs> the amazing amounts of food. So with that... What's on your plate? Oh, want you to tell me, Nate. Oh, can't you tell me? Why can't you tell me? What's on your plate? What's on your flumping plate? Ugh, we haven't heard that intro in a while. I do miss it. I love it. It always reminds me of Mark, though. Aye, because he used to get drunk and speak Irish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was slightly inspired by Mark for that one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how or why we started with, what's on your plate? I think you just did it once and it just made me chuckle. Just stuck, yeah. It was was Irish all the time. That was it. Uh, But Carol, so what has, well, there's been lots. Yeah, what's not been on my plate would be quicker. (laughs) Been been, been lots on our plate. Um, But what we do want to talk about is one of Carol's specialities. While we're not following the whole Slim and World thing. Um, yes. Carol makes an absolutely banging lasagna. Oh yeah, it's the Mary Berry one. Yeah, and it takes about eight to ten hours. Yeah, I mean, it has taken you longer because you've let it sit for longer, but like you need to let it sit for at least, you know, that amount of time. Yeah, it's well the recipe. So the mince, you like brown it and add all the ingredients. So that alone takes probably like 20 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where you bring it to the boil, etc. And then you put it in the oven for an hour and a half. Yeah. So we're already like two hours deep into this situation. Yep. And then you make up the white sauce and then you build the lasagna and then you let sit for at least six hours. Yeah. So we're eight hours in already. That's what I'm saying. Like at least six hours. There have been times where you've made it or like prepped it the night before let it sit overnight and then cook it the next day. Yeah, and then you cook it for 45 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, it is a whole day extravaganza. So worth it, though. The recipe, it makes hundreds. Like, I've done half the recipe and it will feed four people, so. Or one hungry John. (laughs) So, although it's bad, it's not, like, crazy bad. It's not, like, getting a Domino's. Could be worse. Could be worse. worse. Oh, Domino's. (laughs) <laughs> we had one first week that we were in lockdown yeah it was two am- weeks ago tomorrow yeah it was amazing it was good it yeah. was really good um yeah so that lasagna yeah i could quite happily beautiful. like tank that entire tray of lasagna on my own like i love it that much it's so good yeah so i'm really excited for dinner tonight and then you have all you have joined my lockdown routine haven't you in what way? I have a coffee every day at four o'clock oh. from our posh coffee machine. Yeah, this is something I definitely wanted to talk about. So technically it's not on our plate. It's in our cup or glass. Yes. But it's something I've been enjoying so much Yes. this week. So yeah, as Carol said, she has a routine where she makes like what we, we call them posh coffees. Because we've got like a little like espresso machine thing um, that does like proper... Um, ground coffee and has the milk frother and all that sort of stuff. We paid a lot of money for it. Well, technically, we didn't pay anything for it. Uh, well, we did though. Like, so we got. Oh yeah, so we got the pod machine 
as part of our wedding gifts. Yes. But then there was something wrong with it. No, it sold out. Yeah. So they said, here's a That's voucher. That's right, yeah, we got a voucher note thing, didn't we, to say we couldn't give you this. Yeah, so here's money. You can just go to the shop and pick out one they do have. Yeah. So Graham gifted us that. Yeah. And then Haley gifted us some just vouchers some for yeah, vouchers. yeah yeah for John Lewis wasn't John it? Lewis yeah so those two together we did have to put in a little bit more money we did we did um, so we ended up having to put in I think it was about thirty five quid I think it was twenty well I think it was anyway, more than that yeah, yeah. but it, it was a very expensive machine that yeah. that we really we should get more use out of because I mean we've paid a lot of money and it sits on the counter but it it's, it's a lot a, of effort it's it is a lot of effort just to make a coffee so generally we only do it if people come round and we make a few especially of them. if my mum's round sheila loves a posh coffee she absolutely does absolutely does um so generally we only do it with people around but because we've got a bit of time and it's just us in we have hit like four o'clock coffee time yeah uh, i love iced coffee so I, I don't know if i'm weird i know there's a couple of people that i've spoke to in my life who agree with me and I think no, I I love an iced coffee. It's just in December I won't order an iced coffee. No, this is what I'm saying. So I don't know whether <laughs> it's probably this that makes me weird, but yeah. it can be snowing outside. I'll go into a coffee shop and be like, "I'll have an iced latte, please." <laughs> <laughs> I love cold sweet coffee. Yeah. I just I just love it. Um, and I will get one any time of the year. And I think it's because I started drinking coffee abroad. Yeah, see, it was perfectly normal when we're living in Cyprus and you order a nice latte every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's... when we came back to Scotland, you were still doing it. I was like, I'm trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I am a psychopath, yes. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. If there's anybody out there who agrees with me, then, then let me know because I feel quite isolated. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love I love iced coffee. So I've been making like big pints of... Um, Salted caramel ice latte, and uh, Carol's been making uh, big old mugs of hot coffee. Well, sometimes uh, I've had an iced one. Have you? You had yeah. one day, I remember. Two days, yeah. Oh, okay. I've had it twice. Um, I do prefer a hot one because it's like a little hug from the inside out. Right. But there was one day it was sunny and I sat on the balcony and had an iced coffee. And you shook it for me. You shook the espresso with ice. Espresso. Espresso. Not to be that douchebag, but... Espresso. Espresso. Like, express. Sorry, guys. It makes me express. Oh! Express yourself. Yeah, so you shook it with some ice. <laughs> I did shake your espresso, yeah. And then I had it with some milk and some salted caramel syrup. Sounds banging. Mm, it was. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been making posh coffees, and it's just delightful. It's wonderful. Makes me feel really good. That I have like this big like pint of iced coffee each day. That's <laughs> so not good, is it? But I'm I'm loving life. So yeah. you're that, happy. So essentially, yeah, lasagna tonight and iced coffees at four o'clock. That has been what's been on our plate. Woo! Next, we've got our well, it was our musing last week, which is now going to be a segment for the foreseeable, and it's some good news. So we are going to call this section a brand new section that we're hoping to keep because it was so enjoyable last week and we've got some more this week so it's gonna be john and carol's happy thoughts oh <laughs>
segment it's got it's got a it's got an intro it's got an intro it's, it's official it's, it's in it's got an intro <laughs> i spent the time to make an intro so it's it's staying staying <laughs> so some good news from last week that we did we've brought forward to this week said so much yep was the lovely georgina can't believe i forgot this i feel so so bad so it's the first one this week that I didn't mention last week. I'm sorry, Georgina, but it's amazing. So come. Yes. So she has videoed her belly, and her son is moving. Yep. And kicking. Oh. Which is just amazing. Um. So as previously mentioned, that is uh, my godson. Yeah. Um. Who is feels like he's getting ready to move. You know. He is because she's probably felt him kick for a while. Yeah, but, but to actually yeah. like see the movement and that, it's pretty... Yeah. Uh... And for Robbie to feel it too. Yeah. Oh, that's so Amazing. magical. Also a bit creepy. Like, I always feel videos of like tummies moving. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I've got to like... be honest, like the first couple of sec- seconds of the video, I was like, Whoa! oh no, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you see their heel just slowly grease across <laughs> the stomach. <laughs> or like a hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's cute. He's he's stretching out, wriggling about, yeah. which is good signs. Good yep. signs. Um, and myself, I finally cleaned out the shed. Well done. So... I didn't even know that you did that. You told me afterwards, and I was like, "Oh, nice one, babe. Yes. That's amazing." <laughs> so when we first moved in, um, we had a lot of like cardboard boxes and recycling and stuff. So we were like, we filled our uh, blue bin, and we're like, "Oh, just shove it in the shed, and we'll put it out." Next week, when the bin gets emptied. Yeah. It's been two years. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, in our defence, the shed doesn't get used very often. So, no. the only time that I go into the shed is to go get my golf clubs. Or get your bike. Yeah. And that's it. So, in the winter, we didn't look in there. And then the other week, I was like, oh, we should get our bikes out. Went down, and there was just, like, soggy cardboard everywhere. <laughs> you had a bit of a disaster this week with your bike, didn't you, Carol? Do you want to tell people about it? Or... No, let's wait till it's fixed, and then we can laugh about it, because still, I'm still too upset about You're st- it. still feeling the pain? Yeah. Okay. So I cleaned out the shed! Yay! Yay! And this is a little victory. We were driving home from Morrison's, because we went to get some food, yeah. and we swung by Vicky's house. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this as well. Yeah. I wasn't sure whether you were going to bring it up, but I definitely wanted to talk about that. So, yeah, our friend Vicky and her little boy Jason... Um, we decided, just because we were sort of passing through that way, that yeah. we would just swing by and uh, wave from the car park just outside the flat because uh, they did a little walk past of ours last week, didn't they? Yeah. So we thought we'd return the favour and just say a quick hello. And it was just really lovely to see people and chat yeah. and stuff like that. And... She was like, I, re- I want to invite you up for a cup of tea. It feels wrong not asking you to come up for a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> but it does, though. I mean, it, 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 it does feel strange, like... like not, not inviting them in, not yeah. Not physical interaction, but like when you can physically see the person yeah. that you know and you're not, you know, doing the normal things. Like it feels re- that's when I think the social distancing really hits home. Yeah. Like when we saw your parents in passing. Yeah. Where randomly just 
you know, East Kilbride's a relatively big place. Yeah. And we just ended up at the same shop at the same time. Yeah, which same was car park. <laughs> really weird. Um, and it was really strange not to say hello, give them a hug like we normally would. And you could see all of us sort of going, edging like and twitching and yeah. not really know what to do. And it was so strange. And that's that's like the only time where I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, you really sort of feel the imperative of distancing. Yeah. And it's like, wow, yeah, that feels strange. Yeah, so like we text Vicky all the time. Like we've sent photos back and forth. Yep. Like she comments on like stuff on Facebook and stuff like that. But just taking those extra like five minutes to swing just by. Just have a chat, yeah. Like, she texts me after and she's like, oh, you've made my day. It was just so nice yep. to see you. Because, yeah, you pick up a phone or whatever, but just, oh, it cheered us up too. Just seeing yeah. her little face out her window. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, and it was, yeah. you could tell that she really appreciated the surprise as well. Yeah, it was a complete surprise. We didn't, yeah. like, text, like, oh, popping round with Yeah, it was spur of the moment for us. It wasn't like we were like, oh, well, we're going to go drive around and wave. Yeah. Like, we were just on our way back from the shop, so we were like, we should say hi while we can and it was just really lovely it was have we got any more happy thoughts we do we've got the doigs oh yeah we've got a full family affair of good news amazing so laura she has always been a runner like when i met her she was in the cross-country team like always running um and when she was in berlin they'd done like a midnight runner thing yeah yeah, yeah. i remember like, doing a load night. she did like loads of events with them yeah. and like didn't they do like a running tour as well where they sort of went away and did like loads yeah. of runs and stuff like that they went yeah. to america yeah 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 but they'd like being in germany they'd like drink beer whilst doing this this running stuff and there was like a great big community and team of them and stuff like that well anyway she's recently had a baby um so obviously she still runs but not as much no, she's. It's something that she's slowly but surely getting back into. Yeah. Yeah, and um, she was like, "Oh, I listened to your podcast last week, and someone said they'd reduced their time, and I have too." Yeah. So she's very proud of herself because she managed to like shave off some time. That's amazing. She's been out running. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I saw that she did the um five for five. Yeah. Which is awesome. I'm. I really don't want. Don't nominate me. <laughs> Everyone nominate Joe. Don't. I've seen someone post on Facebook, like, I'm so glad I have a type of friends who know not to nominate me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I think generally, like, everyone who knows me would be like, John's not going to run 5K. I don't think John can run 5K. Um, we could easily walk 5K. Or you could easily cycle 5K. I mean, you know, I, I make jokes. Like, we, we could do it. I, I could run 5K. I could not run 5K. Like, Kelly and I used to do a 5K circuit, and I couldn't run it. No way. No way. I mean, when we say run, I use run in inverted commas, you know? <laughs> I couldn't even jog it. Nope. Do you not think? Like, I, I can walk for a bit, jog for a bit, walk for a bit, jog for a bit. Not even on like one of those like old people jogs. You know, where they don't really like move themselves that much. It's literally like somewhere between a, Walking pa- with effort. <laughs> a power walk and a jog. And I'm not willing to... I reckon you could. I'm not willing to try it. I reckon you could. <laughs> but don't nominate us. This, is, this isn't a challenge that we want. And then her husband, Robbie. Yeah, what's Robbie been up to? He's been teaching himself how to deck. <laughs> uh, wh- when you say, is, is he DJing? <laughs> no, he, I was like, how do I word this? He has been building a deck. So he's, decking. he's building decking. Yeah. Right, they, they've got like this huge, beautiful, amazing garden. Um, yeah, they've not lived there that long. Well, they probably have, actually. 
I mean, come out for a year probably. I was going to say it's within the year, um, yeah. but obviously these things take time, and obviously while he's home, um, Robbie's a pilot who's been obviously grounded um, while this is happening. So yeah, I think you know if you're going to use your time wisely. Yeah. Um, he did tell me the other week that he was gardening. Okay. Um, Clearing so some space, probably. I'm guessing the gardening, yeah, was just getting everything out of the way, ready to build a deck. But uh, that's going to be pretty special, I think. Yeah. Laura's like, we're going to have so many garden parties. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So amazing. that's good news to us because we live around the corner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, that's that's a really difficult skill. Yeah. Decking. It's, it's actually really difficult because uh, my dad built his deck with his friend uh, and i remember helping them out this was years and years ago like before i even first moved out you know yeah um and yeah no, there's a lot of work like if he's going to do that on his own it's it's a lot of work because uh you've got like you've literally got to frame it all yeah um and then sort of build it up and then layer it and then lay the decking so so like putting the frame together is going to be really difficult and um you've got to get it ju- the angle just right so that when it rains it doesn't puddle. Yeah. Because my parents' one, I don't know if it's like sunk or if it was built backwards, but it puddles at the back door. does. Instead of it does. Like there's running like a little, off. There's like a little dip, which yeah. is really, really bad, yeah. So the angle is supposed to be higher at the front door or the back door. And then like, so yeah. all the rain runs off. Because it rains a lot in Scotland. It does, it does. But oh. not like a huge rake, so you're sliding down it as you go. <laughs> no, just very gradual. <laughs> just a very gradual, just so the water runs away. Yeah, you don't um, want it too level. <laughs> no, no. But um, yeah, so all power to him. I look yeah. forward to seeing the oh, efforts Robin. there. And their beautiful, handsome little baby Yeah. is trying, almost there, is trying to sit up all by himself. They're absolutely isolation motivation, those three, aren't they? Oh, Look at that. Working Just... on those core muscle skills. They are the harder skills. Yeah, to, to, to support. Yeah. Sitting up. Mm. Yeah, you can't got to get your muscles. So you can't, you don't tip forward, you don't tip backwards. But also, you don't tip to the side. Yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> that's, that's intense. Yeah, I'm still struggling with my core skills. <laughs> so go, Henry. Yay. Yay. Um, and Matthew, our gorgeous little nephew. Yeah. You tell us this one, because this one was on yours. So, I haven't got it in front of me, but from what I remember uh, from reading it, Matthew has been an absolute little superstar. He has. Brave as. He had yeah. two jags. In the same day. In the same day, at the same time in the doctors, and he didn't cry. He was brave, and he just took them. Yep. Which is amazing. And he's only amazing. three, so... Yeah. He's just... He's such a fearless boy, though. He is. Like, just always has been. Just that mindset. Very stereotypical second child sort of <laughs> mindset, you know, of like, I can do this. I can do anything. Yeah. I can do everything. Watch me. I'm grown up. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he's... uh. Yeah, he's took him like a champ, which... I'm super proud of him, but doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, go, just, Matthew! Just because he's just a little trooper, just absolute superstar. So, and Claire has also had some very good news. Yeah. So obviously we're talking about doctors and stuff like that, and um, you know I know sort of medical services have been very sort of up in the air of a lot of appointments and stuff been cancelled. Yeah, appointments and surgeries and all sorts of things like that. But our friend Claire, um, who I do the amateur dramatics with, 
um, she's uh, the vice president of the group that I was performing with. Uh, she's had her surgery scheduled for Monday, so it's a bit scary Woo! that she's going into surgery um, for quite a big operation. But at the same time, it's great that she's going to get it because yeah, she's needed it for a while. Get, yeah. And obviously with everything going on, it's so up in the air. So good luck to you, Claire. Um, hope to speak to you soon and that you've, you're on your road to recovery at that point. And, yeah, we'll uh, send some good vibes on Monday. Absolutely. Happy thoughts, people. This is what this segment's all about. Just send those happy thoughts all to Claire. Uh, to you know, wish her a speedy recovery and hope that everything goes well there. Um, but thanks very much for sending in all the news. Uh, and that is that our happy thoughts. Well, I was going to talk briefly about the amazing Captain Tom Moore. Moore. How can I forget? Um, so happy thoughts this week, and I know, yeah, this has, I think, inspired an entire country. It brings a tear to my eye. I don't know why I get so emotional about it. It's just uh, it's, so amazing. It's just incredible. That's why. Like, yeah. it's such an incredible person, like, just wanting to do what they can. Yeah. You know, like, he started off like, oh, hopefully I can raise, like, a thousand pounds. Yeah. Do you know, it's the humility of, like, I just... <sighs> I'm just going to do something. Yeah. That... So if if you live under a rock and you haven't heard about Captain <laughs> Tom, he is 99 and he said, before I turn 100, I'm going to do 100 laps of my garden. Lengths. Oh, sorry, lengths. Yeah. 100 lengths of my garden yeah. as a fundraiser for the NHS. Yeah. So the last I checked, he'd raised over 12 million 12 pounds. million pounds. And it's because, like, it's that grit and determination and humility that of that generation of people that I f- I f- it's just so inspiring yeah and he completed them this morning um and there was some sergeants is that the right word officers the, there was uh, so there was a regiment of um uh, that's derived from tom's original regiment that gave him the honor guard uh, oh. so basically they stood on procession as he did his last length so they all saluted him as he finished off his last length, um, which is like a like a military honour, uh, which is just just amazing. Like, and you know, you can see it in his face that he really appreciated that. You know, being a military man, it stays with you for yeah. your life. As you know, you hear a lot from military people. You know, it sort of does stay with you. It is something that's ingrained in you then for your Definitely. entire life. So to see that sort of respect that was shown to him for doing what he did and he does deserve it like oh it definitely does what an amazing like determination that is like just he, he knows you know he, he can't do this or that or whatever but you know it's it's, it's a thing i'm gonna walk 100 lengths of my garden uh because i'm gonna turn 100 amazing amazing and i seen this photo online and it was like a photoshop of him and like um like it was like as if like his whole regiment was walking with him, mm-hmm. like not ghosts but like faded images of yeah, soldiers I've seen next that image to him. Too. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So thank you, Captain Tom Moore. So yeah, Tom Moore. Um, like like I said, that's incredible. There is something that I do want to say on that. Um, okay. so I've seen a few people who are like, I I don't know if you've seen it, but the picture of Captain Tom. Next to a picture of Sam Smith crying on his front doorstep. I did see that, yeah. Like, okay, right. 
it's well documented that we've had some of these celebrities who've had a bit of a social media breakdown because they're living in their mansion, blah, 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 and crying. Look, why can't, why can't we just take a little bit of a leaf out of Captain Tom's book and just exercise a little bit of dignity, humility, determination, grit, and respect? Yeah. There's no need, there's no need to post those pictures side by side. If Sam Smith wants to have a little breakdown on his doorstep because he hasn't really done anything that's perturbed him that much in his life, fine, fine. Let's just show respect to Tom. Yeah, there's you don't no... need to like, bring it down. Yeah, there's yeah. no need to give Sam shit because he's done what he's done. Let's just keep that in the moment of what it is. It's amazing. It's an amazing achievement by an amazing man who's done something and inspired a nation when a nation needed inspiring. Let's just leave it at that. Happy thoughts, people. Let's not just go to that negative. <laughs> go, Tom. Woo-woo. So, yeah, that's Captain Tom Moore, who um, is all kind of happy this week. It's just made me really inspired to do something amazing. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, next up, ladies and gentlemen. Some more happy thoughts. <laughs> is it? Well, no, it's happiness. They make me smile. They make me laugh. We're continuing no. happiness. So, <laughs> yeah, next up is something that's been making Carol laugh. Uh, we couldn't pick one this week, so we've gone for a double header, and it's time for our viral video. Okay, so the first one is very, like, on trend. In you must have heard this song, and it's, it's um Joe. I was I forget his name is Snug or Sug, Snug. Snug. Joe Snug. I'm I sure don't know. I can't see it there. So. Love it. <laughs> so he didn't like come up with that song or anything. He's just dancing to it, dressed up. Yeah. So do we know where the song came from? Well, I'm watching it on TikTok, and right. his name is Joe Sugg. Right. Um, and it says it's a savage remix by Caleb Jackson. Right. Okay. So I don't know. You don't know where it originally came he from. He is the first person to upload it to TikTok, but I don't know if he okay. mixed it himself. Right. I see. He's just dancing to it, so I doubt it's him. Cool. But anyway, hi, ladies. Yeah, you've been singing that round the flat for the last few days. Because it's so funny. Yeah, while you're cooking or doing the washing Fed up. Fed him to taggers. They snack him. Just, oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. So, yeah, you're just doing some weird little singing rap. Yeah. Um, all around the flat this week, which made me chuckle no end. So I'll share that to the Facebook. And then this other video is, is an argument John and I have had so many times <laughs> i feel like it's captured us well you say so many times you're exaggerating massively there we've well, had that argument once but we've had that style of argument where the kind of argument yeah yeah so like you're doing something i nitpick at it and yeah. you're like you're wrong oh wait you're right if you yeah <laughs> basically is what this is about yeah so it's an irish dad cleaning a pot and his daughter or a woman is telling him he's missed the spot and this is how it goes. It is clean! There's still potatoes! There's not... Caroline! Fuck off! Yeah, oh, you're right. Uh, fuck you, you rotten little bitch. 
That's not Irish, by the way. That's American or Canadian. Oh, well, he is Irish. So maybe he's living in America, but he, he is Irish. <laughs> right, okay. Or maybe not. <laughs> it doesn't sound American to me, but still. Yeah. Really funny. It is. <laughs> like. It's, it's the fact that he's so, like, indignant about it. And then he's like, oh, you're right. And then jump straight back to indignant. <laughs> I quite often do that to you. Because I always nitpick at you. I can't or, help it. the other thing that I do is that I notice that you are right. I just go, yep. <laughs> just move swiftly on. Swiftly on. <laughs> just, just next thing. Next conversation. Next action. Yep. Won't want to acknowledge anything that you're right just shut shut that bit of conversation down we're gonna move on to the next bit now <laughs> i just can't help it i'm a bit of a perfectionist like pedantically it, it, it's not yeah i was just about to say it's not just about being a perfectionist it's about the need to point out that somebody else is doing something wrong <laughs> don't know what you're talking about no i bet you don't <laughs> I'm a blue, I can't help it. it. It's it's all about being able to tell somebody that you know better than them. No, I yes. not, that's not how I mean it. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> okay. Not like, no. I don't know how to describe it, but it's not that. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to put other people down when I do it. I just, it just comes out. No, no, no. No, I don't think you're trying to be derogatory towards other people. It's just a chance for you to show that you're clever. No, it's yes. not that. It's just a chance for me to correct something. Things, yeah. Not me for the need to correct things, it's just for the thing should be correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is yet another new segment. It's official because we've got an intro. And now for another exciting edition of Challenge Me, Challenge You. So, Carol, the first thing that I want to do. So we're going to set out the formula of this. So last week we set up the challenge. Yep. Um, so we're going to set out the formula of how this is work, going to work challenge on challenge. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to report back to each other about last week's. Okay. Um, and then we're going to set a new challenge. Okay. Okay. So Carol, did you manage to complete last week's challenge of watching all three origin movies from the biggest Avenger MCU characters? You did? I did from like an hour ago. <laughs> right, okay, so it, it took you the full week to watch three films. I left it right till last minute because that's my <laughs> style. <laughs> yes, I watched them all. Right, and... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm going to ask you a few questions about it. Just not, not, not just to, not to sort of make you prove that you've watched them. Just to sort of get your opinion and stuff. So, so did you like them? Well, I did. I'm going to go with an overall yes. So, so if we break it down, sort of film by film. So we're talking about Iron Man. You said that you went to watch that one in the cinema. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, and that was the first one that you watched, right? Yep. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. Like it was. Like it's a very well made movie. Lots of money spent on it. There's some good actors. Like storylines, all right. It's just a bit too actiony for me, and. I'm not a movie person. Like, for me to watch a movie, I've got to be in the mood. Like, 
for me to sit down and commit an hour and a half to a movie is really challenging but for me to sit on my phone and watch tiktok or watch youtube for an hour and a half no bother at all i've just got that like short attention span i don't know what it is about a movie i just struggle and for me to watch the movie twice that is an even yeah a movie that you've seen before yeah Yeah. okay okay so so you 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 sort of saying that you could see that it's a well-made film yeah and there wasn't anything wrong with it no but the fact that it's a film mm-hmm. and it's feature length mm-hmm. made you have a problem with it. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Yeah. Okay. And now I know you were looking forward to watching Thor. Yes. How did you feel about that one? I think because I was looking forward to it, it didn't meet my expectations. Right. Okay. Because I'd never watched it before, and I remember when it first came out. Everyone was like buzzing because he's like this handsome man, and Thor is like god of gloriousness and it's basically just a film about drooling over him didn't get that feeling right okay like i don't know if it's like times have changed since it came out like how old's the film i mean 10 years 10 years maybe maybe a little bit more maybe 11 beautiful what people thought were beautiful men like he's still gorgeous he's still very handsome all that jazz i was gonna say because chris hemsworth probably more popular now than he was then yeah but just didn't do it for me no no okay i mean i enjoyed it like i that was probably the storyline i enjoyed the most right um yeah i enjoyed it okay but not as much as you thought you might no and and like obviously the whole chris hemsworth being muscular god of thunder didn't really carry through for you that much no i think it's eyebrows right okay so so (laughs) there is a thing like the fact that he bleached his eyebrows like i don't know whether that was his decision or like the director's decision or the studio but bleached his eyebrows and it makes him look really weird because he's got no definition in his face at all it's so fucking strange and in the other films, moving forward, he doesn't do that anymore. Right, okay. It's <laughs> so only in that first film. And I I honestly never realised this until I went to back, went back to watch right. Thor a few years later. And I was like, he looks weird. <laughs> why Why does he look weird? And then about halfway through my own, I was like, his eyebrows are his eyebrows aren't blonde normally. <laughs> and it's, it makes him look like a huge baby. I just, yeah, I don't it's know. Just it's just weird. weird yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't know whose decision that ever was. But, yeah, the bleached eyebrow thing is a thing that, like, got the fanboy and girl community of just like, why did you do that? Okay. Yeah. So he stops doing that. Okay. Eventually. Okay. But, yeah, it is weird. And it does put you off. Like, it's like, oh, he's got really big muscles, but he's got bleached eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange. No, but I did enjoy it. It was nice, like fantasy reality yeah yeah i liked it yeah and then so today i'm guessing you watched captain america first avenger yes right okay that's not the reaction i was expecting how did you feel about that one i feel that i was forced to watch the third movie within a week (laughs) when i didn't want to i had a bit of a headache i wasn't in the mood to watch a film and i was forced to watch a film but and it was like the longest film ever. It was so long. It just kept going. I mean, it's, it's not the longest film ever. We're not talking Lord of the Rings. Extended, it was like two hours. It, but it, it's, a, it's a substantial film. Yeah. But 
I was an hour 20 into it and I was like, must be nearly done. And there was like 40 minutes left. <laughs> I, I came through a couple of times and you were laughing at it and you seemed a bit invested in it. So you couldn't have disliked it that much. No. The actual movie, like all of them, like a lot of money spent on them. They're quite good. They're very good quality, good stories, like all that jazz. It's, I'm just not a movie person. Yeah. So so it's it's not those particular films that you have an issue with. No. It's the fact that you've got to watch feature length things yeah. and concentrate for more than an hour. Like I like films that have like lots of twists or like I don't know, just or lots of comedy. It's just the fact that it was like lots of action with like a little bit of love story and then a little bit of a twist and like you know? See too much action. I I okay. Like, from what you're saying, I still think when we get the chance, and I won't set it as a challenge, I won't, but when we get the chance, we should maybe watch some of the films a little bit further down the line. Yeah, like, I'm definitely interested to watch more, Okay. but I also struggle with, like, remembering, like, what happened and characters' names, like, could John and I be watching something, and i like, am I supposed to know who this person is? And they'll be like, yeah, that's the person that does this or that, and I'm like, oh, totally forgot they existed. I watched Fight Club and I thought those two were the same character for so long. I was like halfway through the movie before it clicked that they were different people. <laughs> and so it's just like, I just don't, yeah. Yeah. I struggle. Okay. So I think roundabout, I may have roundabout got what I wanted. Okay. From the challenge. Yeah. Of that you might be more open to watching Marvel films with me. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. So that's an absolute victory for me. <laughs> because it well, I'm means... I'm glad you're bloody happy Because <laughs> it means I get to watch the films that I love. And I get to watch them with you. Yay. And, and that way, you get to watch films and you don't have to remember who everyone is. Because you can just be like, John, who's that person? Yeah. Where did that person come from? Why are they there? Why, why do I recognise them? Because the further you get down, like, because obviously you've just watched three origin films. Yeah. So they're all about setting up story whilst also yeah, producing yeah. a decent enough film to get people interested. Yeah, I quite like them because it wasn't, like, all about Thor. It was, like, as you said, like, the origin story, like, yeah. the coming of him, like, why he is the way he is and where he comes from and yeah. setting the base. So I did quite like it that way. So that's what worries me about the next story. Is it going to be even more action and all well, this kind of stuff? No, not really. Because if you think, like, once you set up the story, you can do what you want with those characters. Yeah. But is those so, characters just, like, fight and save the world? Like, it's not, it? Well, I mean, obviously they fight and save the world. That's what they're there to do. <laughs> they're, they're, they're superheroes. That's the bit I don't like. Who fight and save, and, and save the world. But... There's 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 story. There's good writers involved in the whole thing going yeah. through. So it's not just fighty, 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 or posey, fighty, pose, fight, fight, pose, pose. There is stories in there as well. Okay. Um, so, it, I mean, it definitely is worth following. And especially if you get, the further you get, there's more humour, there's more plot twists, there's deeper drama because you know the characters better. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, you just watch three origin films. Yeah. Of, like, this is where the characters initially come from. Like, after that, it's all about, like, what you could do with those characters. Yeah. How did you go on with yours? Yeah, completed it. Smashed it out of the park, mate. Yeah, you did like, the first two days, didn't you? Ding, ding. Yeah, did it in 48 hours. Because you only had nine episodes to watch. Nine episodes is about the same as three films, Carol. 
it's different though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I made you watch like really well formed, like well written, structured things. You made me watch a reality TV show. <laughs> the based in, reality TV. Based in like America. It set this not the standard, but like it kind of opened up this new It did. Type. It started it started a trend of reality television and it was like at the same time as like uh, the writer's strike. Um, so people struggling to make big production yeah. stuff, and that's how the sort of whole reality thing really kicked off because it was easy for studios to make, it was cheap, and you didn't need to pay lots of actors. Writers and it was you know yeah. it was good for for people to make reality TV. Yeah, I, I get the significance of it. Be, like I watched them all with you, and you were starting. To become invested in some of the characters. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Um, there were moments where I wanted to know what happened to characters and like in it, like the people in it, and I wanted to know what happened with like those cliffhanger moments and yeah. stuff like that. Absolutely fine. And I could find moments where I was beginning to let myself get invested, but then they'd just do something that was completely, wholeheartedly douchebaggery. Yeah. And it just ruined it for me. Like, okay, so. I so it did make me discover something. So I haven't got a problem. Wait, can you remember any of their names? Yeah, I think I can probably remember all their names. Okay. So what are the boys' names? Uh right, okay. So going off the bat, so you've got Paulie or Paul D. Paulie D. Paulie D. The yeah. DJ. Yeah. Um you got Mike, the fucking situation. <laughs> and I think he's probably the reason why I hated the programme so much. Um, you got Vin, Vinny, and you got Ronnie, Ron, Ronnie. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's the boys. Yeah. And then the girls, you had F- J Wow. Do you know her name? Jenny. Yeah. Uh, Sammy. Yeah. What was her nickname? Sweetheart. Oh yeah. Which she fucking wasn't. No. <laughs> and uh, Nicole, which is Snooky. And there was one other girl. And the other girl who was in for a couple of episodes was a complete douchebag, and was her name Angelina. Yeah. Get me Check with my bad you. self. Yeah. Well done. Um. So yeah, I mean, okay. So so the moments that I find myself getting carried away and wanting to know what what was happening next and being invested in those people. It'd just be ruined because they're very superficial, vapid, little posy douchebags that, like, don't really have a lot of, like, nice features about themselves. Like... But this is also, like, this is season one. Like, I have watched a couple more seasons. I've not watched every single episode, but I've watched a couple more seasons. So, like, their characters begin to develop. Like, they're, like, obviously the producers or the writers or whoever just want, like, good TV, like, dramatic... Like, they're obviously egged on to do things in a more, like, dramatic way. Yeah. So, as you, if you were to watch another season, you would see a lot more, like, genuine things and nice things. Like, they do become a family. Like, the people that stay and a new girl comes in. Like, they do become... Right. You know? And you do see a lot more I just genuine them. I couldn't let myself get invested in them because... No. Like I said, every time I was, they'd just do something that was horrific. They were cheating on everybody they were fighting on the boardwalk they were like i don't know like just being slaggy and slutty and thinking they were better than the job thinking they were amazing and, yeah. and not being able to work a fucking full day and just 
everything about them just made me a bit angry. Yeah. Yeah, their morals are, like, when it comes to, like, cheating and stuff like that, but, like, it's just, like, the place they're in, it's, like, the Jersey Shore. It's, like, going to, like, Magaluf, like, you know, it's, like... Yeah, yeah, I get I, I get it, yeah. I get it. But if, if it was, you know, eight UK guys all going to Ibiza, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go and watch that show. No, no. Because I don't, I don't feel any connection to those people because even when I was young and dumb and you know I, I was never that kind of person no like you don't care if they've got a, a boyfriend you're still gonna get with them like yeah I never was yeah. that person you know yeah and just but I'm glad you watched it you made it through all nine episodes I did and you know I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna panic because like I said there were moments where I was totally invested and I gotta be honest like I know for a fact that Snooki mm. became mildly famous for yeah. a while after that show i can totally see why there's something very endearing about her yeah of like she's like the constant underdog and she's her own worst enemy and you know we've all either known a girl like that or been know, a so, girl like some that. people have been a girl <laughs> like that or you know had to support somebody like that and you yeah. know like we've all sort of been in those situations where we feel vulnerable so we do something stupid which then curries people's opinion which then makes you feel more stupid and and you know you're your own worst enemy and it's like a perpetual circle we've all been there and i thought i thought when she owned up to it and just broke that cycle and was desperate to find somebody was going after all these horrific guys in clubs and going why can't i find anyone and it was like because you're picking the worst guys (laughs) love that's why i can't find anyone so there were moments and there was a couple of endearing characters. Char- I keep saying characters, but they're not characters. They're people. Yeah, they are like, people. But they did play on the character role. Of course they, they did. Yeah. Of course they did. But I think the thing that really like just stopped me watching it completely that I just I couldn't get over was Mike the fucking situation. Like anybody who wants to call themselves the situation because of their abs just get out get off my television <laughs> like it just as soon as i saw that like in the first episode i was like nope 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 what a piece of shit douchebag yeah he he does go up and down like he is the villain in a lot of it but then he also has some endearing moments he had so... one really endearing moment in the last last episode with snooki yeah but then he's he's very fake and stuff like yeah. When you watch it, when you watch further in, you like you. I, I, I can't yeah. bring myself to watch it anymore. I got to be honest. I watched it all, but I found it very very difficult. I had yeah. to power through the last few episodes, which is why I think I watched it so quickly. Yeah. Because I was like, if I just get this done, I can move on to watching other <laughs> things. It 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 wasn't something that I was like, oh maybe I can get into this. No. No. Nope. Like I found done. it di- I found it difficult to watch those people on television because I didn't like any of them. Yeah. Like, Vinny, I thought I could like at the start, but mm. he turned into a mouthy little gobshite. Um, yeah, just I didn't find any of them endearing in the slightest. No, and I found a couple of them like damn right repulsive. Yeah, so so thanks for 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 making me watch that, but I won't be carrying on because <laughs> it was horrific, and I appreciate what it did for that reality television movement, but I don't watch any of the other shows, so I'm not sure why I'd want to watch The Origin. Okay. But yeah, so... So we're going to set new challenges this week. We are. 
So you set first last time, didn't you? I did. So I'm going to set first this time. Okay. So I've listened to you about the whole feature-length film thing. Right. You've listened to me moan all week. Yeah, because yeah, okay. you have been moaning about the fact that you've had to watch something that's longer than an hour. So I wasn't sure what to do. So series-wise, I wasn't sure what to give you, whether it was going to be something that I knew you'd hate or something that, you know, like we might be able to watch together in the future. But to be honest, there's been quite a few programs recently where I've been like, I'm watching this, you should give it a go. And you've caught up and loved it. Yeah. So... What I decided to do was go with something iconic that I don't think you've watched. Okay. So there's a few series that are like iconic series that have shaped modern television. Um, I'm going to go with one of those like really famous HBO iconic television series. Okay. And I want you to, and this is going to take longer than a week. I think this might take a couple of weeks. Right. Uh, I want you to watch the first season of The Sopranos. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your beef with The Sopranos? I don't know. It just sounds like something I don't want to watch. <laughs> is it like about gangsters? It is. And like the mafia or something? It is. Okay. But it might surprise you. Yeah. So... Like I said, I, I mean, I tried desperately to go into Jersey Shore with an open mind. Yeah. But as soon as I saw Mike, the situation ruined that. Uh, okay, so Sopranos. So The Sopranos. First season, see how you feel. It's quite, it'll, might feel a bit dated. Oh, you know, I don't like watching old things. It's not old, old though, but I mean, it's still 2000s, I think. Okay. So, so what can I watch that on? Uh, the Skybox. Okay, okay. Yeah, I double-checked before we came out. and The box set's on Sky. I'll make sure it's all downloaded for you, ready? Oh, treat. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm nothing if not helpful. Yeah, 1999 was the first season. So you definitely wouldn't have watched it then, Carol. I would have been nine. You were. So, what you got for me? So, this was a tricky one because... I feel like last time I kind of panicked and just wanted you to watch something that, that I was going to make me hurt, yeah. <laughs> Not make you hurt, but like I just panicked. I wanted something, a short thing that you could watch. Yeah. But now you've sent me something that takes a bit longer. Yeah. So now yeah, you've so got as I said, bear in mind, you know, it's going to take a couple of weeks for you to work your way through Sopranos because okay. they're like four 50 minute long episodes. Mm-hmm. And how many episodes? Are I think there? it's 20. Okay. 22. Well, the one I've got for you is got 22 episodes, right? But that is including the pilot. Yeah. So, you know, um, and they're like 40 minutes long as well. So this was kind of torn up. There's like three, uh, programs that I watch and you're always like, Oh, I'm leaving the room. Right. Whatever. And you said that like, my go-to was going to be Grey's Anatomy. And you said that you've tried to watch that in the past with an ex. I did. And you didn't really enjoy it. I struggled. It. Yeah. I did struggle. So maybe in the future I'll set you that one again. Maybe. So next, I've got a two and I was really struggling. Right. But I'm going to go with Bones. Okay. So I don't know if you've watched an episode. Bones, that's yeah. the um, David Boreanaz, isn't it? Is he the guy who plays Angel? Yeah. Yes, it's him. Um, and what's the name? Uh, Dushanel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zoe Deschanel's... Uh, Emily, is it? 
her older sister, I think it is. Yeah, but but yeah, so the it's finished now. It doesn't air anymore. No, no, it was on quite a few years ago now, actually. 2017 was the last last season. Season. Um, and it really did. I couldn't watch the last season or two. We did. So, yeah, but maybe I'll go back and watch them. But I want you to watch season one. See how I feel. And say how you feel about that. Okay. Because season one is when it's like the origins of the characters. So the characters are very different in season one. Like they develop a lot. Yeah. So it reminds me a lot of like Amy and Sheldon. Right. Like do you know how their characters change so much? Sure, sure. And I feel like um, Amy's character is quite like Bones. Okay. Where she's got that kind of scientific... Yeah, yeah, very no objective, kind of yeah. Yeah, and then you've got this, like, cool FBI agent who's, like, the complete opposite and stuff like that. So it's, it's a nice base. Cool. So I like to watch that. And then, like, we lo- we watch a few kind of comedy crime scene things. Sure, sure. I, I, I don't mind detective so. shows and crime shows, so I'm going to keep as open mind as possible. I think I've never actually watched a full episode of Bones. I think maybe I've watched... 10, it's 20 minutes here, here and there if, you know, it's on Sally. But so, this one, I feel like you might like it. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to, like, you've given me a much nicer one than you did last week. So, But it is 22 episodes, whereas last time I'm going to give you nine. But you know me, if especially if I start to like it, yeah, I'll I'll devour them. that in, like, three days. Okay. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind. Uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it, to be honest. Yeah. It's not a program that I've ever given a go before, but... I do like things that are relatively similar. I used to watch like Buffy and Angel and that like when it was on years ago. He's not an awful actor. He's not a good actor, but he's not an awful actor. He's mildly yeah, so watchable. I like I like Bones because it's quite similar to like it is it is serious, but there is like a lot of like romance and comedy sure. and all kind of things interwoven yeah. and like big twists and shocking like and it's, it reminds me a little bit of Sherlock. Because she is an anthropologist, so right. it's like, oh, I can tell by looking at this body, this is a job she had, and you know, it's like quite sure, clever sure. things like that. Cool. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I'm open to it. Let's give it a go, and see how we feel. So that's that's our challenges this it week. Sure is. Okay. Uh, so we're just going to end the show with a couple of quick little segments. Um, so the first of all being the Carol Murray Mirix. Um So if people Me-rix. haven't listened, we haven't had this section for a while. Uh, some people have told us that they've, they're listening back uh, along episodes and go from the start at the same time. Yeah. So they're going to meet in the middle somewhere <laughs> there. So this is where the Mirix would be. Um, so just to explain, Carol's got a habit of either getting the words wrong to a song or not remembering how the next part of a song goes, so she'll sandwich them together. Just anything like that. Uh, and and no matter how much you go, Carol, that's not actually how the song goes. She's got it stuck in her head so much that it just becomes the way she sings it. It just comes out. Yeah. So, so she refuses to go, I'm not wrong, it's just the way I sing it. Yeah. Even though like she's put two songs together or completely sang the wrong words or something like that. And I coined them years and years ago before we got married. So it is known as the Carol Murray Merix. Wicka wicka Merix. Wicka wicka Merix. Yeah, got a slightly different one. So this harks back to when we went to London. So it isn't actually about a song, Carol. Oh, okay. No, but it just kept, kept making me laugh so much <laughs> because it was a spoken word Merix. <laughs> it was like the beat poetry of Merixes and it just made me chuckle loads. So we stayed at a hotel and then we were going for dinner and the hotel that we were at was um, 
King's Cross St Pancras. Um, so on the first day, um, Carol's like, "Oh, we just need to turn left down that road, just round the corner from St Pancras." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "It's, it's, it's not Pancras, baby. It's, it's Pancras." And she was like, "Oh, all right, yeah, cool, no worries, yeah, yeah." Um, and then she was she was talking to somebody a little bit later on, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm just in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, we're just staying right next to St Pancras." It was in. It was in. So it just got lodged in her head. She said it once, and that was it. The Merrick setting. Um, so every single time, and and because we were staying right next to the train station, we had to use our lot. We we spoke about where we where we were staying and where we were meeting our what friends. What line we had to get on? What line we had to get on on the tube and stuff like that. So every single time, every single time she said it, it wasn't Saint Pancras. It was good old Saint Pancreas, and it just made me <laughs> chuckle every time. Um, uh, so that's the Merix. It's our beat poetry of Merixes. It's the uh, spoken word Merix of St. Pancreas. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Yeah, so I said it by mistake at first. Yeah. And then I said it by mistake again. And yeah. then it was a little bit funny. <laughs> yeah. So then I said it on purpose. And then it just, and it then just it was it turned into a habit, yeah. Yeah. It was just there. That's what I'm saying. It, like I said, it's turned into that spoken word Merix because it's set in exactly the same way that you would do with songs of like once or twice you make the mistake, then you find it funny and then that's just the way you do it. That's just the way I do that's it. That's just the way you say it now. <laughs> so yeah, we stayed right next to St. Pancreas. So thanks very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Loved it. <laughs> and then our last section to finish off the show. So what have you been playing? Well, I feel like everyone is like glued to their phones just now. Absolutely. So there's always an app or a game or whatever. Yeah. So if you've got any suggestions, let us know. Oh yeah, please do. Recommendations, please. John plays this same game. I Brick Breaker. Spoke about it before. Play it all the time. Brick Breaker. What level you're on now? Uh, uh, I think I'm on like 500 and something. Whoa, I'm stuck on like level 280 something. Do you know what I realised? Right, I've been playing Brick Breaker for about three years. Whoa. I started playing that in the last season we worked abroad. That was 2017. That is dedication. That is nuts. Yeah. I, like, it's not like I play it every day or something, but like literally... You do. I feel like every time I look over at you, you're like, just in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the moment I am, yeah. Like, so in, in normal everyday non-isolation life, I don't play it every day. No. But what is happening at the moment is because we're just sat there watching TV. If we're watching a show that I don't need to concentrate on, I'll just play on the phone. Yeah, and I, you don't need too much concentration for it, but and the good, a little bit of concentration. Yeah, the good thing about Brick Breaker is that I don't need to concentrate. I'm not glued to the phone. Yeah, I can watch TV and play at the same time. It's very interchangeable. It's a very easy game to play. So that's why I've just been playing it for like three years. And like I said, I'm on like level 500 and something now. And they get really, really hard. They are ridiculously hard yeah. now. The reason I've been playing it for, for three years now is that each level now takes me about a month <laughs> to work out. <laughs> That's insane. I'll play it for a good three or four weeks trying to work out that level. No. I'll get stuck at the same point for like a week where I'm like, I can get up to that point. I know exactly what to do and how to like evolve. Yeah. 
Uh, like if I make a mistake and I'll get to the same point, I'll get stuck on that point of that level for ages. Wow. But, I, I'm, you know, it's just the thing, a thing that I do now. It is. Yeah. And you're playing... So I want to call it Bowl Sorter, but I've got a feeling it's called Bowl Split. Let me just check. Yeah, check on your phone. Check what the name is. So, yeah, it's called Bowl Sort Puzzle. Right. So this game, you've got like a couple of test tubes and there's like four or five balls of different colours. And then there's one empty test tube or two empty test tubes. And you've got to like sort the balls out so that it's like a colour full of purple. Tube full of purple ones, a tube full of pink ones. Oh, so they're all like identical. Yeah, but you can't put like a purple ball on top of a pink ball. You can't do that. You can only put a purple ball on top of a purple ball or an empty tube. So you've got to like manoeuvre them and mix them around. Oh, right. So you can't just swap them around like wherever you want. It has to go either an identical ball or an empty space. Yeah. Right. Oh, that makes it harder. Yeah, it's, it's quite difficult. It's like that game... No, there's three pegs, yeah. and you can't put like the bigger one on top of the smaller one. I get you. And you've got to like sort them out. I remember doing it at a science centre, and, and you were like, "I've done it! I'm amazing! I've done it so quick!" <laughs> and you were like, "Yeah, babe, it's designed for like a nine-year-old." Like, okay, cool. <laughs> nice, thanks, Carl. But yeah, it's quite so much that. Like, and yeah. you've got to sort out. Like, I love sorting things out. I was watching something. It was The Office. We were watching The Office a while ago and there's a character in there and he makes this joke about, oh, when people are bored, they doodle, but when I'm bored, I make lists. Yeah. And I was like, I can relate to that. Yeah, Like, when I'm bored, I don't doodle. I, like, make lists or sort things. Because he's sorting things out. Yeah. Oh, just love it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's satisfying my needs of sorting things out. Amazing. Well... On that note, thanks very much, guys. Uh, it's uh, We've been talking for a while. We really appreciate everybody listening. Um, we'll be back with you reporting on lots of things uh, next week. But uh, for the moment, uh, thanks very much. We'll see you soon. Chat to you next week. Bye. Bye.